Welcome and thank you for joining Ray Day Podcast, a podcast for everyone about everything. I am your host, Ray. What did she just say to Shay? Um, today we're still on our relationship series. I have another single-ish. This is a bonus episode, guys. The one I talked to y'all about last week. Um, yeah, this is going to be interesting conversation. <laughs> Hello. I have Miss Ashley with me. Whatever, Miss um, Ashley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Whatever you want to say. Oh my God, I've lived so many lives. <laughs> uh, I started out uh, as a singer in LA. Did that? It was cool. I know a lot of prominent people that are up there made it, which is dope. I love to see people win. Um, I moved back to Texas after being LA, Atlanta. Um, for like 15 years um, in 2015 and life has just slowed down ever since <laughs> but I'm ready for the shit to pick back up okay so let me ask you so this is obviously a relationship series yes um are you single you know what so the thing about it is <laughs> <laughs> I got this thing at my house that I'm having children with. And uh, it's like, honestly, to be completely honest, it's like nothing I've ever experienced before. Because we're cool with each other, but we're not best friends. Huh. We're cool with each other, we're not best friends. And we love each other, but we're not in love. So I don't have any expectations on him. So I've been in love, stupid, retarded, psycho, I cussed out your mama bitch type of love. I've been in that kind of love, like ride and die, this my nigga, you know, you know, all I see, all I, what is that song? All I want in his life is saying it's me and my girl. I've been in that kind of love before. Uh-huh. And I was actually just talking to one of my ex-boyfriends. Yes, I do that. I'm friends with all my exes. Uh, and I was, he, you met him, Nova. Yeah. I wanted the world with him. Mm, I wanted I to conquer the world with him. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't ready and it was so many secrets and it just got to be so much. It was so weird. It was so many smoke screens and mirrors mm. and shit and trickery that yeah. I had to choose myself okay. because I was feeling nuts. Even though I was nuts about this man and I saw my whole future with him and it broke me to leave that alone um um i was talking to him about it because you know of course it's the nigga circle back and he circled back girl right after i found out i was pregnant <laughs> that's god telling you to leave that nigga alone he's like let me put a seed in this girl so she gonna go because i know what she gonna do so he circled back and and I told him I was like you know I wanted to have kids with you. He didn't. He wasn't ready to have children, but he was lying to me about it. Mm-hmm. I think I told you yeah, I about remember. that. Yeah. And so now I've gone on number two with someone else. And I said I so I told him I said I don't know which one is better. I don't know if or which one is worse. But I I don't know how to put it. But exactly what I told him I said. Um, I'm having, I'm getting what I want. I knew I really wanted kids okay. and I'm at a certain age. I'm 35. Um, I'm having kids with someone that I'm not necessarily in love with, but he respects me enough to give me what I want. 
Mm. You know, even if he's so getting something trade. out of it. Yeah. So it's a trade. Yeah. yeah, he wants kids. I want kids. And on that level, we're on the same page. So what, but what, is, so what is the long-term purpose of it? Right. My long-term purpose is individual. And that's why we say single-ish. Right? Uh, I don't really see Jose as far as my love interest husband long term. I see him as the father of my kids. Okay. You know what I mean? But with Nova, it was like, yeah, I'm crazy in love with you, but I don't get what I want. Uh, so which one is worse? I feel like I chose me in this situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of women do that. Yeah. I would say my last relationship... I chose me, but I like, I loved him. So he did like crazy ish. Like, I mean, he did some stuff that you wouldn't do to anybody. Like it was just crazy. Um, my ex-husband actually had a child while we were married. So our, my youngest is the same age as his other child. And what my ex fiance did was worse than that. So, he did things that you that you know you you just don't do. But after it all, I chose me. But it was still hard. Like you know the you know like this dude had like means me no well. Like does not. Look at him possibly that I was wasting that. Girl, it's, gonna, it's gonna be in the book, girl. It's gonna be. In the oh book. hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Well, oh, I need to get that book. Oh, what the hell. Yeah, I can't imagine being in love with somebody, and I know y'all were together when you were young. Yeah, so my ex-husband, we were here. I was seventeen years old, and then him having a baby on you—that mm-hmm. would break me. But that was like that. I mean, that was like the least. I mean, he cheated so much, so it wasn't like like that was just you know it was going to happen eventually. You were prepared. Yeah, it got to the point. Honestly, it got to the point to where I'm when the girls would call would, would call my my house, I'd be like. Hello, <laughs> you can't tell me nothing about my husband that I don't know. I know he's a hoe. Right. You not the first. You're not going to be the last. Don't call me anymore. Then I would call him and be like, look, tell your host to quit calling my phone and lock your phone when you over there so they can't get my number. Like it got to the point to where I just quit caring. We were on, we were on our way like to be separated and to be in divorce, but it got to the point to where his cheating was more irritating. Because we weren't sexually active anymore. And so I didn't really care about that aspect of it. It was like, I don't like my peace disturbed. Like, I got you at the house. Why were they and they still you? calling me. You know, yeah. So it got to the point where I was just like, don't don't call me. Tell your, tell them not to call me anymore. Why were they calling you in the first place? They didn't believe me. Because, you know, because, you know, what ends up happening is, you know, the, the, the old adage is if they do it with you, they'll do it to you. And so what, oh. so he would be wondering, right? So then it would be... So he would be cheating on them with somebody else. <laughs> else. I'm going to tell your wife. So then they would have called me and tell me. And I'm like, okay, first of all, that means I know you knew about me. And you should still, whatever. But secondly, okay. Like, you know, take the, take that up with him. I, that That's nothing to do with me. Like, yeah. I'm over here with my three. And we're doing great. So you got to worry about him. So that's what it was. Like, they would try to use it as leverage. But what ended up happening was they would be surprised. Because they wouldn't expect my reaction. Like, they want me to be on the phone crying. And, oh, my God. Like, he's, you, oh, you know, he's, girl, please. Look, 
Tell him you my third call today, bitch. Is it? <laughs> you, know, you feel me? I'm going to sleep. Don't call me. Cause Cause so, I'm and, and I just started to get irritated. I'm like, look, tell them to quit calling me. Right. Like, so uh, yeah, it was crazy. Girl. I'm telling you that me and him, uh-huh, it was funny. I just started writing the numbers down. Let me give you some numbers you should call. Uh, <laughs> y'all can all call each other. Yeah. So y'all can all figure out. Let's get on the it was crazy it was like can you please tell them yeah so oh man that's been right. there done that got that's a t-shirt key ring yeah Were you in they, love with terrence like well my ex-husband yeah. oh yeah he was my first like he was my i mean not my first sexual partner but like he was my first like love but I think what ha- I I can tell you I think what happened. Okay. Um, we had at, we were together maybe a year, maybe not even maybe well yeah maybe maybe a year we were about a year. I did not want to be with Terrence anymore, so we were breaking up. He did not want to break up, so it was Valentine's Day. Lord, I remember this. He was it was Valentine's Day. I went out with somebody else. After y'all's first year of dating? Yes. Okay. Because in my mind, I said I wanted to break up. I didn't want to be with you anymore. So in my mind, I was single. In his mind, he didn't agree, so therefore we were still together. Right? So then we were... um, So in his mind, I cheated. It was horrible and all this stuff. And then for our the rest of our entire marriage, like we were married, we were together... We div- we fought- we divorced in two thousand and nine. So during my job was seventeen years old. We got together all that time. We never celebrated Valentine's Day because of that. Because his thing was it's just another day. It got it got so bad. I it was so funny. On our anniversary, we were always arguing. We spent more time apart than we ever did together while we were married. So on our anniversary, I never forget one year, and I completely forgot it was our anniversary. That's how bad it was. He called me like at eleven fifty p.m. And was like, just in case we make it to next year, I don't want you saying I didn't tell you happy anniversary. <laughs> so like, so, and I was like, oh, I forgot <laughs> it was our anniversary. Yeah, so we spent more time apart. And that's why I kind of say like I don't really know what it's like to be married. Mm. Like I've been married on paper, but it was so tumultuous the entire time. I don't, I don't know what it's like to really be married. Damn. <laughs> so but did y'all have fun y'all have good memories like y'all kicked it we y'all. did like Terrence like Terrence not, he was fine like I would say most of my exes like I had even the dude that was like absolutely a complete asshole to me we had the best time like we were like almost inseparable for some years uh-huh. that's why it was so it was so like mind-boggling like that he cheated so much like I'm like when did you have time to do this like I mean when we announced our engagement um that my this not my ex-husband but my ex-fiance we announced our engagement at a club here in in Austin and like the next morning he had left his Facebook open at the time he had Facebook and the girls were messaging him he had a Facebook open, so because I guess he was on it and got off the computer, but didn't log out. So you know when you log back on, it still stays, it's still logged in. Mm. So there was girls at the club 
And they were like, I know you didn't just walk by me. Like, you didn't know me. And I guess you, you act like you engaged now. It was crazy. Like, so, but, but, but you know what the thing about it is? They were never crazy enough to confront him. Because he was just that crazy. You're not going to confront him. Really? Yes. He was like, a crazy nigga. Yeah, but was, I'm telling you, but he Did had. You know this? Did you know he was crazy? I knew, so, I knew, I knew he was a little crazy. He was very protective of me as well. So he was very crazy, but I used to like that. Like, I used to be like, yeah, you can't tell me nothing because he ain't going to let nobody. I remember this one time, we were like, he was, he was a coach and then somebody like came up to me. Like, it was an argument. And, and he was like, oh, no. He went, he came from another field. And was like, come here, let me talk to you. So this one right here, so you can act crazy, but I'll everybody. This one, you don't go act crazy. With. This is this one's mine. So he, it was crazy. So he was like very protective of me, but girl treated me like shit. It was crazy. Yeah, I used to, I used to like that. Did little, I know you during this time? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Cause I'm like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you wouldn't do. You wouldn't do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knew. Mm. Yeah, he was. Uh, we but we had we did we had fun. That's the thing about like my ex husband too. We used to my ex husband and I we love Reno nine one one. That was like our show. He used to record him and mm-hmm. we used to like watch him together. Mm-hmm. So that was like we just had this. He was just fun. And then he was like fun at home. We never really went out a lot because our kids were little. Mm-hmm. So when we divorced, our kids were five, seven, and nine. So mm-hmm. our kids were young the entire time we were we were we were together. But my ex fiance, we had the blast. Like we were always gone. Mm. Like we were always like we were. Do you think that's maybe a part of it? Is that how old were y'all when you had your first son? Uh, Nineteen, go at uh, twenty. And how old is he? Two years older, twenty-two. Do you think a part of his cheating was him living his youth in the marriage? Of course, I think we were way too young. Yeah, like he wasn't. There were some other issues, right? Because that's when you you get into the daddy issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know what to be when you've never seen it? Yeah. And never experienced it. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when you have issues with... um, I Okay, so one thing that I do really, truly believe in is a man's first relationship is with his mother. Mm-hmm. That is going to be the basis of every female relationship that he has. Mm-hmm. And when that is not how it should be mm, regardless of the reason mm-hmm. it a trickle down effect mm-hmm. that's why with me and my boys i always made it intentional mm-hmm. to be there for my children mm-hmm. to uh they know i was i'm i'm supportive like i'm there my family my mom oh my god like we're my, my aunties we're we're gonna support the boys and the, and the kids um we, i used to have dates with my kids with my boys um, and like they open doors for me, they pump my gas. Uh, so like there's just certain things that I've taught them, like even how to fix things, you know, fishing. Um, they've watched me do that, they didn't watch their dad do that. So I kind of wanted, I've always kind of said, had the mindset I was raising men, not boys, mm-hmm. and I felt like the generational curses were going to stop with my three mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so i made hard decisions as well for that perfect of course not yeah, right yeah. but like i did make conscious efforts and conscious decisions to make sure my kids saw certain things and that they did not see certain things mm-hmm. and they knew they were very clear 
what was okay and what wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. So that made, made, you know, some lonely nights for me, right? Because, yeah, I could have men up and, up and around through here if I want to. But it was not going to benefit them. I didn't want them to think that behavior was normal, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. That sounds hard. It's very difficult. Like, it's, it's not, it's really when you're raising, as a single parent, when you're raising three little black boys, um, like, I was talking to my mom about this earlier today, where people mistake, people get me so confused, I think, just me as a person, mm-hmm. because I have accomplished a lot in my life, I could have accomplished more, but I've accomplished a, a lot, I'm not, you know, um, I, I do things, I'm still like that, you know me, I, I do things, I'm always doing something, I'm always trying to do something, because I like to live a certain way in a better life. And I want my kids to see better things. Right. But people mistake that as I'm a strong black woman. Hear me roar. I don't need no man. I can do it on my own. That's not what that is. It's the way I am is because I have had to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I couldn't just fall apart because my husband left because I'm divorced because my fiance, we broke up. I, I couldn't just fall apart what good was that going to do for my boy? So then I just I, I just had to go forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to continue doing what I, what I do. But it wasn't because I wanted to or I wanted my life to be a single parent. I wanted to be married, happy marriage, white picket fence, my kids, my husband, my dog, you know. But that's just not how my life played out. But people look at me and be like, I've had so many men that I've tried to date that say, you know, I can't keep up with your lifestyle. Or I can't, or what? Or what? What do you need me for? Mm. You know, and it's, it's like for a for men, for human beings to not know what another human being needs outside of what is tangible and material is sad. Yeah. It is. It's like because you're the same way. Is. You're the same way. You yeah. accomplished a lot. You have a lot. Right. You know what I mean. You drive nice, live nice, and then so the to the other part about that, the twofold part is I meet and it could be who I'm meeting whatever but I generally meet in my single life have met two types of men mm. the first type is either they're like oh there's I mean I can't do nothing with you like you already have a house you already have a car you already have businesses you already have this like I, I can't add to your life there's nothing and then they're intimidated and then they feel like if they make less than me I'm gonna you know be all whatever and that's not my that's not my personality like they, they don't even give me a chance really because they feel like there's nothing i can do you've got to be like stuck up or crazy and let me just go on about my business or i meet the second type where they look at me and one guy told me it was very interesting he's like um he explained because that was a very difficult time for me understanding this they look at me as a come up Oh yeah, that's how I get right. They they yeah. look at me like, oh, it's not about what they can add to my life. They look at what they can get from me, mm-hmm. or what I can do for them. Mm-hmm. So then that becomes irritating, and then I'm like, I used to enjoy your company, but now you just the damn bill, yeah. like every, everything yeah, else. I mean. Making subliminals and exactly like oh baby I need can you I need this or I don't got this I need can you can you uh, send me money and this and I'm like you know sure like a couple of times I'm like well shit like I can't okay enough already like, like this is not even cute anymore like this is ridiculous so then I may like you I may want to hang out with you but then I don't because 
you only nice when you want something. Right. Don't really hear from you, right? And then so it's just kind of ridiculous. So I either meet the man that's an opportunistic guy that just wants to whatever, or I meet the dude that's like, oh my god, totally intimidated. It's crazy. I feel like when I felt loved the most by someone is when I had nothing. <sighs> yes. And now that I have more than my peers. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I need to expand my horizons, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to. But I like to expand my horizons around people that look like us. Yeah. And and we are so scattered in this city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to find yeah. us. I would love to find a network of us. But anyways, uh, not to get totally off, but I feel like men want if they don't feel like they have a damsel in distress, they get intimidated. Yeah, so, yeah, so this one guy told me, it was, he said, uh, and I did, so after the time passed, my ex-husband and I, we talked about this, because I wanted to know, why did you cheat so much? Like, what was wrong, you know, because we, sex was never an issue for us, it wasn't money, like, he handled the budget, like, I, I, the only time I ever lived in a budget, which was really cool, but, um, I asked him, like, what in the hell happened, and he said, because my so what so this is the thing right and we as women it's we're always like well if you're gonna cheat can she at least be better than me can she have more than me can she be pretty like let let me understand why because the woman that he always cheated with they i don't know but he said verbatim he said because i felt that they needed me and you didn't ain't that some shit and that's when i was like but I did need you. Yeah. Like we were married, we had children. Like what? What? So it's a, it's the same kind of like like you said, a damsel in distress. Yeah. Like versus being like, baby, we gonna build this together. We gonna build an empire. Like you good at this, I'm good at that. Let's we gonna put it together. But that's not how he thought. It was like they needed me. They built me up all the time. They and I and there were things that I probably should have done differently as a wife. I will say that. Um, but I just felt like I just didn't get the credit for what I was doing. Like, if I didn't pay as much attention, like, it's like, it wasn't intentional. I'm my just kids. tired. Yeah, I'm, I had, literally, my kids are three. I have stairs. My kids are two years apart. Three kids. Like, literally, at one point, I had a one-year-old, a three-year-old, and a five-year-old. You know, then I had a newborn, two, and four. So, I was tired. I was uh, an administrator, a manager at work, in the healthcare field. So, I've always, like, had stressful jobs and then had my my kids and so it was like I, I probably was didn't pay as much attention as, as I could have, but damn, I was exhausted. Like you got to give me credit for something, right? Yeah. So I feel like it was like to put that on you, though. Yeah, no, I but I I, I wasn't perfect. I will say that I, I was not perfect, but I I do I I tried, and that to me that meant more than anything. Like I actually I tried, and so and so that's what when I when I walked away, like when I finally gave up because he left I didn't leave he actually left um he moved in with with the girl he was working with but at the time I felt okay I I felt I tried and I was okay with with the with the decision yeah with him leaving uh-huh and, and, and they were one three and five when he left uh no there were five seven nine. Oh, that's right you told me that mm-hmm there were five seven nine <laughs> The mess. It happens, right? And I've been single. I've been, I've been engaged twice, but I've been like single ever since. 
Have you been engaged, Ashley? Many times. <laughs> I was engaged to another. What happened? I was engaged to this white boy named Josh. I should have married him, but I wasn't ready. Um, and he got married soon after. And my mom told me that he got married because the girl knew he was a good guy and she wanted a baby. She was older than us. Okay. You know, her biological clock. Yeah, it was ticking. She, he knocked her up and he married her because he's a good guy. We were still in love with each other, but he's a good guy. Yeah. He was one of those good guys that yeah. you rarely come across. He was the guy that I was actually taking advantage of. He was taking care of me. This is when I was an artist. He said, mm. send, send me that, send me that. And I was out being wild. And he loved my dirty drugs. You mm-hmm. know? I was engaged to him. Um, I was engaged to Mo. And I was engaged to Nova. Mm-hmm. But I never took it. You know what? My personality, my mother. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> Pisces, listen, y'all. Don't fuck with us. Don't do it. Listen. Just be our friend. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, we just have a different, like you know, like Erica Badu and Rihanna and Pisces. Uh huh. That kind of gives you like and an, an inside. Yeah. Like, just like, so you look know. at those women. They'll do it. They will fuck you up emotionally. But um, I never took it serious because how I saw my life was it's interesting. We live in a dream life. How what I wanted. There's this producer that I was in love with, and I thought I was going to marry a producer, and I was going to be this producer wife, and I was going to live this fast life, and I love music, and I love nigga niggas, nigga 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 niggas, and like any kind of nigga. You could be a white nigga, you could be a black nigga, you could be a Hispanic nigga, you ain't got to be necessarily black. I just like, you know, an ignorant ass motherfucker, but Uh smart, you know, somebody smart, somebody to talk like me. I'm Uh intellectual, but I can get with you now. Yeah. Wait a minute. Um, so I was waiting on that, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought I had that with Mo, but he was too young and that was my fault. We were five years apart. Um, and then with Nova, he just wasn't ready. But at the same time, how I am now, like we're going back to, you know, who I'm with right now and mm-hmm. the, the father of my children, um, I'm okay with being alone and maybe because I saw that my mother had me and my brother and Mm -hmm. I saw her do it by herself Mm -hmm. and I saw her have many men somebody to clean you know the Mm. gutter somebody to fix the fence somebody do that and her having fun and whatever and then I didn't realize I was copying that behavior until after she passed away and Mm -hmm. all the men that got on the mic at her funeral said that they were in love with her I was there I was like oh shit like, I you said, know? oh, <laughs> yeah! So many men were coming up to me. I loved your mama, and I love, I love. Okay, well, I love the story. Your mom was amazing. I love the story, and I don't remember the man's name, but I love the story about how she, when they were Schlitterbahn, and she left it, and she left it. <laughs> I said, "Come on now, <laughs> she's saying it." And then she kind of looked and she fell back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's. I was like, okay, she all right. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. That was interesting. Yes. I mean, that's how my feelings gonna be. <laughs> it was like four different men that told me that they was gonna marry my mama. Yeah, and I was just like, okay. you know, and I mm-hmm. was like, and it hit me that that's where I got that from. But she also was a Pisces, and I just know I've dated a Pisces. It's not that we're cheaters. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time settling down? Maybe no. It's that we are constantly disappointed. Ah, so. Pisces like cancer. Aren't you a cancer? I'm a cancer. 
Pisces, like Cancer, like Scorpio, because we have so much available emotion, mm -hmm. when we don't get it back, we're like, oh. But we give so much to you and we fill you up so much, you feel like you're in love, but yeah. we are lacking. We yeah. need it back. I'm giving you so much and now I need to be full too. One of my friends met, she said, you always trying to build up folks. Right. And so like, and like so she's like, a guy will be like on the lower totem pole, he get with you and he feel like, man, he a king. And then, then you're not good enough. Then mm -hmm. he wants to, he has that thing and wants to move on. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that. Who's not good enough? Me. Like they feel like like like, like they like it inflates their ego, mm -hmm. and then they want to move around. Mm. Or just you know. Mm. I feel like I'm a prize. I don't know. <laughs> I think men just get intimidated by women yeah. that have and don't need them. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to be needed emotionally. It look, exactly. I'm like, dude, because I may not need you to pay a bill. Don't think. I won't be appreciative if you pay a bill. Like, the bill's going to get paid one way or the other. Even if you pay this little cable bill. Thank if that's you. the only bill you can pay. Yeah, dude. Like, baby, look. You got the, the utilities. I get the mortgage. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. yeah. But that, I just have not found a man to do that. Like, I've not found a man to be like, you know what? I may not make as much as you, but I'm going to do what I can do. Like, I understand the order of the house. The man, I get that. The head of household. Love it. Get it. Yeah, but you got to be smarter than you, though. You gotta find a well, man that's smarter than you. Smarter, and that's what, like, what do I'm you realized. mean? Um, he's gotta be emotionally available, emotionally intellectual, and also logistically. What if he's not? I think that's relative, I'll say that. But what if he's not? Like, I have a business mind. Right. What if he's more of a labor, a laborer, a labor mind? Did my eyelash? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, what so, if he has strengths? We just have different strengths. Well, I mean, as far as running your household. Mm -hmm. Like, he might be great at, you know, like you said, around the house labor. But when it comes to making household decisions, decisions. for the family, yeah. you have to be able to look at him. And that's what that equally and unequally yoke thing yeah. stems from. And that's my problem. That's another one of my problems is that I fall in love with men. Not not fall in love. I don't fall in love like that. But I um, You end up hooked up with men. I hook up with men that I find attractive. Yes, you do. Right? I will say that. Yes. And that's a problem. I need to be meeting my mind match. Because yeah. we have problems in our relationship because I'll be like, you stupid motherfucker. But they're they cute you. though. But they're cute as hell. <laughs> But you don't last too long. No, it doesn't. You get over that shit. <laughs> so, so I need to meet someone. I think all women need to be with someone that they trust to lead their household. Mm -hmm. Never get with a man that she's like, could he leave? If I were to be in a vegetative state right now. What would you do? Would he be able to run my household mm -hmm. and I would be okay to just pass? Yeah. Because right now, damn, I'm in hell. I gotta live for the rest of my. Listen, I gotta make it to ninety. <laughs> okay, I can't leave my kids with this food. Oh no, Lord Jesus. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. So that's why I'm gonna live forever. Because shit, I, I got. So do you it. look for that? Like, like, are you first? I'm realizing that now. Okay. I'm realizing all these things now. I used to. Um, I would say you and I are probably real life, like. Okay, so people say, like, a tight, right? You're tight. Yeah. 
I definitely okay so you know how like that little commercial where it says like I don't have a type I like everybody and it says and it is like Sprite seven up and Sierra Mist. well really it's all kind of the same but you know I want to spite them you see what I'm saying <laughs> but like I, I have this thing about like the tall dark and handsome I like them and there's a little edge about them um I like a man with swagger like that has confidence but if I could find that and he, but he has to be humble <laughs> right like yeah. like I just I just can't it's something I can just like look at and just but like now I'm looking for different things. I'm really not looking for anything right now. I'm more or less letting someone find me. Yeah. Because I think people can pick somebody for me better than I can pick someone for myself. Because hmm. I'm going to be looking, obviously, on the outside. Hmm. Like that's the, first, that's the first thing that gets you. You don't look at somebody and say, oh, they got a nice personality. Right? You look at them and you're like, mm. <laughs> I, okay, you but know. you're also in the point in your life where you can date. I mean, outside of COVID nineteen, if this yeah. shit isn't going on, but you can go and you can date. Yeah, I'm have good, good <laughs> dates. You know what I mean? So I gotta figure definitely it out. different. I don't know what me and my baby's daddy is gonna do. I know. I is, like him. This is what I. Promise. I know he like he doesn't like a lot of people, but I, I like He's him. So I don't think he likes me. He likes me. Me and him are cool. One thing that I told him when I got pregnant. Because I got pregnant with Star because of two things. I wanted to have a baby with Nova. Mm-hmm. Nova was pretending like we were doing that and we weren't. Mm-hmm. I wanted to test my body. Yeah. I wanted to prove to Yeah, because you're like, who, wait a minute. Can I not get pregnant? Yeah. Is it already here? I remember that. Yeah. Is, can, am I dried up? I, yeah. I was stupid. But at the same time, my mother had passed away yeah. and I needed something to hold on to. Yeah. So... She is the reason why I didn't jump off the bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I promised him, because I knew I wasn't in love with him. hmm I said, I promise you, I'll never keep your kids away from you, and I'll always have your back. Yeah. And that's my thing with him. It's like, you are the father to my kids, and although we're not best friends and I would like to be, but mm-hmm. we're just different. We'll yeah. never be yeah. best friends. Um, so do you think you're just wasting your time? I think I'm getting my children. Mm. After I had this this child, I think did you have a thing about wanting all your kids to be by one man? No. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. I'll tell you something after this podcast. Cause this shit is recorded. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you talking about that? My grandmother's name was Patricia Yolanda Harris, and she got five kids and five baby daddies. I don't give a fuck about that. Okay. I just wanted my kids. Gotcha. I didn't want to look up and be 40 and be trying to pay for IVF. Yeah. You know, and I've seen women. I had a woman when I was pregnant, big and pregnant with Star. She came up to me when I was living in my mother's home. And she was like, oh, God. She's like, my biggest regret was chasing my career first and mm. putting my family. She's like, I spent thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on IVF mm-hmm. and it never worked. Yeah. And she was like, if I could take it all back, I'd rather be a struggling 20-something-year-old mother. Really? Yeah. Kind of like I was. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, some women know they never want children. And some women know they do. And they try to do it the right way. Yeah. And Halle Berry said that, she said, society has it backwards. She said, because our biology, we're at our best and we bounce back the best when we're young. Yeah. But society tells you to wait. And she to said, wait. that's the worst thing for a woman, yeah. you know. So we're trying to meet society. I am glad. Like, I will say, like, in hindsight, I am completely thrilled that I had my kids young um, because you're still young I am because like my youngest is 18 he'll be 19 this year and I'm 42 yeah you know which is, is which is interesting in and of itself because some men that are my age that did wait to have children I don't necessarily want to date anyone with little kids yeah so that I might meet somebody that's my age but then they have a five-year-old or they have an eight-year-old and I'm like oh my god only thing I think of is hilarious when I meet somebody like that all I can think of is parent teacher conferences <laughs> school school clothes like I, I think about it because like that's if I just dreaded like it was like oh my god I'm so glad I don't have to worry about that anymore yeah. and then now that all my kids are like my young my middles in the military in the Navy go US Navy but then my other two are like in college but you still, they still need your ass. I don't, they do, but not really. Like this whole COVID and the kids and, and they got to learn from home and, and I, I don't have to worry about any of that. Mm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you have to, you know, it's either like school or your job. And if you work, then how are the kids going to do Zoom and they got to go. I, I was like, I don't know. I unsubscribe to the ISD <laughs> email. I don't know what's going on with school. I love it. My kids are old enough. They're in college. They do their thing. Yeah. You need to live the rest of your life. Jay. All I have to make sure is that we have internet working and electricity. <laughs> like, I don't have to worry about books. They they get their own stuff. I don't worry about any of that. They have jobs. I mean, I know the military. They do. Work. Both of yeah. Both of, both of my kids work. But like I, like I said, we do like the FAFSA and all that. I mean, I don't. They don't get much because of what I make. But like, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I think that's it's amazing. lovely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. I think. Um, but it's, you know what, like, star, like, I wouldn't tell her to wait until she's 33 like me to have kids. Yeah. I wouldn't tell her, A, I want to meet my grandkids. Yeah. And I'll help her. But it's just like, it's it's so weird line because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The last thing that I thought was my mother was going to pass away at 51. I thought exactly. I was going to have my mom until at least 70. Yeah. Then yeah. 70 is young. You yeah, know what I mean? for but, sure. I don't have that assistance of my mom. I have mm-hmm. my aunts, but it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah. But if I would have had kids young, I would have had my mom. I would have had that experience. So I'm just like, who knows what the answers are? Do you think that you're you're? I've always thought. Do you think that you're more you're more selfish than like than you would have if, if your kids if you had your kids younger? Let me explain that because that sounds like a weird question. Because I went from high school to I was living with my mom. I was in college dating my ex-husband, um, 18, 19, living with my mom. I got pregnant, had my son. Then I moved out into my own apartment. Um, and then now, like I said, I've had kids like my whole life. Like I've never, I've never lived by myself at 42. I've never lived by myself. Cause when I moved out, I had my son. And so I really didn't get that like sleeping late going to party damn go like i never like i did i will say my sister was a man brandy thank you girl like <laughs> brandy was like she was so sweet and her ex-husband was so understanding because when when it was to the point to where in my 20s early 30s when i wanted to go hang out and go and do it my like it was like my late mid to late 20s 
they kept they would keep my boys for the entire weekend because their dad never kept them for the weekend so they would keep the boys for the weekend and literally brandy would say you need to go have fun you didn't get to do that you had kids so i'm like we're gonna keep the boys over the weekend you go have fun so i was able to experience that but it wasn't like it was all the time. Brandy, it's February 20th, right? Yeah, y'all are, y'all are the same. Shout out to my birthday. We considering it. We just love everybody so much. Y'all are the same birthday. Okay. Y'all got the same birthday. <laughs> so, like, it was just, like, so they were really, really good at that. So, I got, I did get to experience that. It was, like, to, I totally, like, didn't get to. But it was just different. So, I really didn't have that opportunity to be, like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to get up. Oh, I don't want I had to because I had my kids. You know, so do you think like having children later, you have a different view of like of of selflessness, or do you think you understand being a parent better that you had your kids later? Damn, I'm trying to figure out how to answer that. Um, I've always been selfless. I'm a um, uh, I'm an astro head. Mm-hmm. I think that selfish people that's innate i don't care if you have kids or not you think that's in their nature yeah i it's, i will that's true because like that's like i raised my children my mom didn't raise my children so i do see people that did have kids young mm-hmm. but they didn't raise them mm-hmm. they you know their grandma grandmama whoever somebody because they didn't want to have that responsibility yeah so even though i didn't have kids when i was young i was always taking care of people yeah you know i was always giving I always was ambitious. I always had more. Even when I had nothing, I had exactly. more than my peers. And I always took care of everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that has a lot to do. My numerology, I'm a nine. Mm-hmm. That's the death number. And then I'm being a Pisces. That's also the death sign. So everything that I see is in like perspective of like living last days. So gotcha. that's how I approach everything. Gotcha. Like, I love you like today is my last day. Exactly. I'm your I, friend I talked like to my friend about that. Cause we, uh, what did... I can't remember the conversation, but we did say, I said, um, I know who it was and I know why I said it, but I said, there's nothing worse than regret. Like, especially if somebody dies unexpectedly, mm-hmm. I said, you should always speak to people like you're not going to talk to them again and you would be okay mm-hmm. with your last conversation you had with them. Mm-hmm. Versus like yelling, fussing, cussing, blah, blah. because she did, she asked me, she was like, well, what, how, like, what would you do if, if Big Terrence, or just my ex-husband, if Big Terrence uh, died? I said, I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Him and I don't have any ill will. Mm-hmm. We have said what we had to say. Mm-hmm. Our youngest is eighteen. There's nothing like, like you know, like I don't wish him any harm. Like he's great. Him and I would send messages. I would send him more than he would. Like once in a blue moon, did something that reminded me of him that was funny. Um, What's Terrence's sign? He's a Cancer too. Oh, geez. we're only ten days apart. That's why his ass is nutty. But yeah, uh, cancer men like cancer men. They fall in love once. I feel like once they fall, they only fall in love once. Why are they so mean? Cancer. I don't. Uh, cancer men are mean. You know what I will say this. Hmm. I don't know if they're mean, but they're moody like we are, and so I think like one of my friends. He's younger. He's a cancer. And I told him, you mean ass. Like, he'll just blah, 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 just say. And I'm like, dude, you can't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But they could be so sweet. <laughs> but then he'll turn around. Like, the, what is that little candy? The little sweet and sour candy? Mm-hmm. We're like, <laughs> he'll turn around and just be like, have the best time. 
people literally love us when we're together, like him and him and I, because we just have the best time together. But that Negro will turn around and just be like, look, what? Yeah, no, nah, I can't fuck with that. Yeah. I can't do it. Because I can't. I, I have figured out I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people can't do it with cancer men. Cancer yeah. women are so sweet and will ride for you until, you know, the fucking That's it. Yeah. But cancer men, I feel like they turn on you. Yeah, they, and, and don't feel bad that. about it. They don't. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't. They don't. <laughs> I will hear that. They will. I have seen, I only know one cancer man. That has been with he's my best friend's husband. He is. They are both cancer. Like they are the greatest couple, thick and thin. He's great. But one thing about him is he's humble, and he picks his battles. Because I know my best friend is crazy shit. And her and I are both cancer, and we both laugh at each other because we have that unspoken language where we're both moody, mm-hmm. and we both know like. I'll look at her and she'll look at me and we'll just be like, I don't like you right now. I don't like you either, but we're good. You know what I mean? And then we're like, well, I'll call you next month. You know? Yeah. And then we'll talk like nothing happened. And it'd be great. Like we went for like three years and didn't talk. And I pick up the phone. It was a lot of it was just me. Our lives were just in different places. And I didn't, I I was in Atlanta at the time. But when we came back, I picked up the phone and was like, hey girl, hey girl. And that was it. It was like we never quit talking. Right. Didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. But it's like, but we both understand. Like, like we'll be in group messages. And I know she's so funny. She'll just be like, oh, my God. They don't quit bringing the text in. And I'll send her a side message. I'll be like, ha, ha. Because I, I know what she's thinking. But she she don't have to say anything. Yeah. I know her. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. But we wouldn't, for instance, I was, we were, I was 14 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. I don't have a friendship. We do that thing where we just look at each other. And we both would laugh. Because we both know we think it's stuff we probably shouldn't be thinking. Right. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was the first person that let me sit on the bus with her when I moved to Texas. Oh. So we used to ride the bus to school, and she let me sit next to her on the bus. Oh. We've been friends ever since. Where Where did you go to school at? Flickerville High School. Oh, shit, I went to Flickerville High School. Mm-hmm. I love that TV. Yeah. What's <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a friend. I have a friend. She's a Scorpio that I have been friends with since we were in the sixth grade, so mm-hmm. 12. But we're not close. We cool and we love each other to death and we support each mm-hmm. other from a distance. I just got to go hang out with her. You know. And so I'm telling you, these times really have made me like reflect, like I said, on what's important Yeah. and what was never important. Yeah. That's it. Two things. What's important? And what was never important. What I want in my future after my baby gets here. Shout out three months. What's up? <laughs> after my baby gets here and my baby's like one, two, whatever. I really want to be in a different place in my life as far as like with work and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Business. I want it to be set up. I want to be grinding, doing something that I love. Mm-hmm. I want to be loving myself. I want to be... Um, constantly learning, pushing myself to better me and just be in that place again. There was a place when I had nothing and I was broke and I was pursuing music. And you were happier. But I was happy. Mm -hmm. So now that I have more, which is funny that more makes you unhappy. And that's true. That's why you can see like, it's it's true. Yeah. It's weird. More money, more problems. Right. But so, but it's like, okay, I have my kids. I don't have the love of my life, this grandiose romance, 
But with that, it's almost like in my experience, I've got, I've got so much disappointment from that. Mm. So I don't want to expect that from anybody. Mm. But let me get to a place where I love myself so much and I love my life so much and I'm so proud of myself mm -hmm. and I'm pouring all that into my children. Then I can let that into my life. And I'm going to yeah. be very choosy about it. He has to be brilliant. Mm -hmm. You know, he has mm -hmm. to be brilliant and he has to be fun and he has to laugh just as much as I want mm -hmm. to, just as much as I, I laugh. Um, and he has to have a lust for life. Yeah. You know, and, and love my, my kids, of course, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I want. And I'm cool with taking my time to get there. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I don't know. imagine Ooh. me. This is what I told my best friend. My best friend was like, oh, you got pregnant again and you're not even, you don't even want to be with him long term. Da, 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 da. I said, imagine me waiting for Prince Charming to come and get me knocked up. Imagine it. <laughs> you think it's not going to happen? Like, what do you think? I don't put that kind of expectations on other human beings. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Why would I do that? That's how you wind up unhappy. Yeah. Get with so you you're want. like, at least I got my kids. I'm good. Yeah, because when you put expectations on people like mm -hmm. that, you're leading yourself. I so have issues with that. Because yeah. I think what it is is that, because I've been single for seven years. That's a long time mm -hmm. to me to mm -hmm. be single. I, I honestly feel like I told this other uh, guy when we were interviewing that I feel nervous. I feel like I'm almost at that point where you're single too long mm -hmm. because... Someone coming in and telling me something in my home might be an issue now. Where before, it what it you know, like what it wasn't that big of a deal. But now I'm like, oh, I have to share what I gotta do. What I gotta ask. I gotta ask him. Can I buy what you know, kind of stuff. And so um, because of that, I'm like literally, I flip flop. I'm literally at two totally ends of the spectrum where I'm scared to be in a relationship. Even though I say I want one, and then I'm like, "We gonna get married tomorrow? What are we doing?" Mm, <laughs> so yeah, it's like I'll go, I'll go like from the polar opposite ends, and so I do like I have, I have to really like work on not having because of what has happened that, but that I don't have the expectations because I've been like the last few years I don't really have expectations of anybody, and then I'm quick to leave because of that. Mm -hmm. So I know I don't normally stick it in and. And, and wait and see where it see where it goes. I'm normally like, this isn't working for me. You just need to find a nigga on your level. You told me that before. Yeah, because you, you haven't liked certain people that I've talked to. No, they're not on your level. It's not like you know he's a, you know he's a great passer time you know for two yeah. o'clock in the morning. But <laughs> after that, you gotta get uh, if the sun is coming up. You've been here too long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, we all have needs. I get that. But you got to get somebody on your level. Um, and I think, you know, all this transitioning that you're doing this year, mm -hmm. everything that's coming up, releasing of your book, you know, and your health and all that. Get to a place where, because cancers, what I know about cancer women, they like to take care of somebody. And oh, that's God, that, yes. oh, are we getting married? What's up? But it's like, you got to fight that. Fight that bitch. Fight <laughs> you. Take care of yourself. You know, love on yourself. And that's the potential. More. We're always looking at somebody like, oh, he could be so great if. We are beyond that. Uh, potential. After you hit 30, fucking fucking potential, you got to yeah. have it at this point. Yeah. You know? And that's what kind of makes me like stand off sometimes. I just, I'm just, and I don't, and it's not about being judgmental. It's more about like, 
Like, if a guy's intimidated because I have a home or because I drive, I drive, or because of my career, yeah. I'm like, uh, what, uh, wouldn't it be a problem if I was 42 and didn't have anything? You, you know what I mean? So that's my mindset. But then you have, like I said, this goes back to the some men need to be needed. And and I do need you, just maybe not your idea of how I need you. So I don't know. You need an evolved person. Men are gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when they're unevolved, they're gross. You're when women right. are unevolved, they're gross. But men, like, either, I mean, it could be an unevolved man. He can have a whole bunch of money and he still date 20-year-old girls because he needs to feel powerful. You know, yeah. he needs a way, you know. So ideally, it, it will take a strong man to date you or I because of our personalities. Like... I like something with a business mind because two, if I'm busy and I'm like, babe, I got this, I gotta go, but I come home because when I come home from my traditional job, um, which I absolutely love, when I come home, I still am working. Mm-hmm. Like I have other businesses, and so for my man to understand, I'm not gonna be on the phone all day. I can't be on the phone all night. I gotta go to sleep because I had to be, I had to function at 100. percent So and then do that, I got to get rest, and so. But even to be like supportive, like, hey, like, come check on me sometime. Like, I'm going to check on you. Check on me, too. Maybe you're okay. There's you a know? woman that I met. She was a client of mine. And she has crazy money. She just came and bought a car. And that car is 108000 Okay? Paid cash. She's like, oh, I got to move some money out of my account. I'm going to come back tomorrow and get it. Like, you know, those yeah. are... I mean, so how she got her money, she... Um, trade stocks for fun or something like that mm-hmm. and then she was a lawyer for an oil company mm-hmm. something like that yeah so she has many different businesses but that's how like she accrued her money yeah she said that when because she's always been so ambitious and so smart and she told me all this on a test drive mm-hmm. um when she would date she would just date men that were in competition with her so i'm listening she said she met somebody who was a first grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, he had two daughters, divorced, just sweet as could be. Mm-hmm. And all he wanted to do was make her laugh and defeat her. And they've been married for like 20 years because she's the one that makes all the money. He yeah. was never in competition with her. He's doing what he loves. That. And that's what you got to find. It's like, you, I got to figure out how I can do what I love. I know what I love to do, and but I got to fi- and, and make money doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I need to be with somebody who also is doing what they love despite what they're making. It doesn't ma- exactly. It doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. Because if you it's- come home happy and I come home happy, exactly. we have a happy home. And exactly. that's what they have. She loves what she does. He loves what um, he does. And her friends were making fun of him when he first met him. Mm. But then now they love him. Oh, because he's a, a science teacher mm-hmm. and all that. Mm. He's always doing science experiments for them and like they're like wowed and Mm -hmm. he he makes his own wine and he's constantly like he loves to cook he's just real creative he's a creative and he lucked out and you know when you're creative it's like like complimenting factors right but it's like i've i've had that too where like when i like accomplished something and i was in a relationship it was like they were happy but not really because they were like oh now I now so it was like it was like I'm gonna one up you right like it was always like this one up one up versus being like a team yeah I've never been on a team before like if you won the I won we won exactly. <laughs> seriously it's like right. it's like they they would be like low key mad That's or she shitty. thinks she's like no oh my god this is ridiculous it's so shitty yeah then I had another client on the opposite end of the spectrum and I'm just watching it and I'm just like ooh shit. She was older, mm-hmm. probably in her 70s, 
She came in, she had an S class. Those mm-hmm. cars, you know, are like 120,000. Yeah. She came in with an S class. Um, her lease was up. Um, she wanted to get another lease. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. I was like, you know, what are you, you want to get an E class? You want to get this? She's like, girl, I've had an S class since my early 20s. And I said, damn. She's like, yeah, I've only drove, driven an S class. Mm-hmm. And the man that she was with, Somehow I found out that that was her new... Oh, they were newly married. Mm. So then she tells me when he wasn't there that she had been married to a pastor since she was young. Mm. And and she got divorced. So when talking to them when they sat back down at the table together mm-hmm. with me, he was like, oh yeah. Uh, he had said something weird, Rayshawn, where it was like, to the point, like, yeah, like... He wanted the password to her remote start, and she pretended like she didn't know the password. Oh. And we had just set up the password, and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that." Where it's like, "Oh, so you are impeding on this woman, this woman's space." So it's almost feeling like, and then she was being seemingly what is it called? Um, uh, you succumb. What is it called? What is it called? Submission. Submission. Uh She was seeming like she was submitting, but I could see the fight in her where she was just like, you know, I don't want to be like that. And it's like, no, we should not be that way as women. And this is what I tell. Listen, podcasters. (laughs) I really feel this way. And I tell women, I'm all about women empowerment. So we learned and I learned, I took a class on autism. Mm hmm. Uh, when I was opening up the daycare, mm-hmm. so I had to take some child classes. But something that I learned that was so interesting, it said in the text that long, long ago, you know, BC, mm-hmm. you know, when everything was about manual labor, mm-hmm. people didn't know what autism was and mental retardation and mental health because that did not fucking matter. Yeah, can you lift this brick? Yeah. Can you yeah. build this house? Exactly. Are you handy? Are you able-bodied? Mm-hmm. And that's what a man was. It was about a man being able-bodied and a woman being able to carry babies and mm-hmm. keep birthing the next generation. But, and since men uh, uh, biologically are stronger than us, mm-hmm. they have ruled over us. Mm-hmm. But see, women, since forever, the greatest wars, Troy, was fought over women. Mm-hmm. But women have taken a backseat for so long, but now with the age of technology, mm-hmm. and we have AI and machines that can build homes, and mm-hmm. women can do everything that men do, it's like, girl, don't you know, because you've had to be submissive so long, it's in our DNA. Mm-hmm. It's in our DNA to be manipulative to get what we want. We are so mentally strong uh-huh. and smart. We're a lot smarter than these men. Yeah, But we're afraid to show it. Because we have to act like we need them. Because you want them to think like it's an ego thing. It's an ego, thing. Make sure it's an like ego thing for them. Yeah. Men are so fragile when it comes hmm. to being mentally agile. Yeah. And it's like, girl, do not dim your light for no man. Yeah. Don't. Find a man that allows you to shine. To allows you to shine. Yeah. And, and so I'm all about that. I'm all about women being like, don't play stupid. Don't you ever play stupid for yeah. nobody. To make somebody else feel more comfortable. Oh, hell. No, if you got to play stupid for him, he's not the one. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question I ask everybody. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Would you prefer loyalty? Or love? Loyalty or love? Uh Probably loyalty. Why? I would like both. (laughs) 
But <laughs> if I had to choose, it would be loyalty. Because love will get you fucked up. <laughs> what do you mean? Love will get you fucked up. You could love a motherfucker and still do him dirty. That was okay. Yeah. That was my reasoning. So yeah. I chose loyalty, and yeah. I said, "Well, I said because I have been with men that said they love me and and treated me like shit." I said, "But I've never had someone loyal to me do me wrong." Yeah, yeah. I'm loyal to my best friend Kareem, and I'll cut a nigga over him. Exactly. Yeah. We're not in love, and that's probably I don't know if you can have both. I think you can have both. I could love somebody and be loyal to them, mm-hmm. but but I haven't, had it. I haven't had it. You would choose loyalty. Yeah, if I had to choose. Interesting. Okay, so being that, so you kind of know your situation, and you're you have children, and you have another one on the way. You have one Miss Star, but one on the way, and you don't necessarily want to be with the person you're with. And y'all have an understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what would your ideal man look like? Look like? Well, if physically and mentally. So you know what? So, so we're, this is going to lead into the question because you and I have had this discussion before okay. about. Interracial dating, mm. and can I'm not going to say too much because I want you you to talk about. It. We've had this discussion before. Um, when you normally look for a man, how do you feel number one about dating a black man? Uh, I love I love black men. Do you? How do you feel about black men dating you? I don't feel like they love me. Why? Mm, they just because they don't love themselves. Do you think it's easier to date a black man or a man that's not any other race that's not black? Easier? Ooh, easier. As far as the flow and the cultural exchange, mm-hmm. yes. But it, but also, there's a lot of tension within black relationships because of the world around us. They come mm-hmm. home stressed, I come home stressed. We talking about them white motherfuckers together mm-hmm. and it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't have those conversations with Jose. You know what I mean? Um, so, so I mean, it, it, it's, that's, that's, that's a weird question. But I love black men. My first crush um, was chocolate, blacker, blacker than black. Blackity, blackity, black, black. Like, he was black mixed with mo black. And um, he had long eyelashes. Uh-huh. His eyes were like almond shaped like pox. And he was a football player, and this nigga ran like a gazelle, and he just has so much swag. And there's nothing like a confident, swaggerific black man. Uh-huh. There's nothing like it, and the whole world sees it, and that's uh-huh. why they can't take it, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but because he was so dark, he couldn't. He 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 he. We always loved each other growing uh-huh. up. We met each other when we were like six years old. Uh-huh. He dated the light skinned girls. So I, so my best friend thinks that I'm a colorist, but he thinks I only date light-skinned men. I said, I date light-skinned men because they're the ones that choose me, nigga. Uh, Dark-skinned men won't choose me. They don't. Really? Really. They don't. And then when I am with somebody, like Mo is my color, he's looking at the light-skinned girl. So it's a constant, that's why I say society. Do you society, feel like, like competition with that or? Yeah, of course. Because I want him to look at me. I want him to see me mm-hmm. and he doesn't. So why do you think that white that the men like why Am do I you get in my mic? You're you probably did it's okay. But why do you think the white why do you think the the black men are always looking for either the light the dark men look for the light skinned girl or the white girl or the Hispanic girl or whatever? Because of society. Explain. Um, society teaches you the black is wrong. Black magic. Black male. 
funerals, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you so black, you ugly. Yeah. I mean, there's always a good negative connotation it's, it's, it's to it. It's a very negative connotation with being darker skin tone. But you I don't, know? you're not dark skin tone to me. Yeah, but I'm not your skin tone. But, see, but, I, don't, I, don't, but I don't think I'm light. I know people think I'm like, I don't think I am. Listen, I'm not going to hit my head in this table. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you told me this before and I looked at you like, I know, I always have I got an auntie, I got an auntie who is your complexion that don't think she like it. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Look! <laughs> I know, I just don't, like, I know people always say that, but I'm like, <laughs> yes, you are, Ray. <laughs> and it's okay. My daughter is bright. Yes. You know what I mean? So, you know, if I have another. But your daughter is mixed. Kind so of. she's gonna be. What do you mean, kind of? Kind of. I mean, her daddy's name is Jose, but he's a nigga though. He's from Puerto Rico. But his but dad. He's, black. he's not black. His dad is black. His oh, dad not, was a dark, uh, Spanish-speaking black man, <laughs> and his mom is like a traditional-looking Hispanic woman. But I've had. But I'm trying to think. So back. Okay, I I will say. I, okay, I can see what you're saying because I do see more darker skinned men will be attracted to me. Mm-hmm. I did date this one guy that was light skinned and I quit dating him because he made an ignorant comment what about dark skinned women. What did he say? He was like, I just think dark skinned women smell funny. See? And I said, what? Because my mom's dark skinned, my sister's dark skinned. I got completely offended because I just feel like, how ignorant? Like, what a dumb was comment. Was he mixed? No, he was, he was, uh, he was, no. So, okay, he was not mixed, but I will say this. He was black, he was light-skinned, he was black. But he was one of those, those, those guys that won't say they're black. He'll say, I'm mixed, but he's like, he's like I'm Indian. I'm Indian and black. Yeah, but, but he that society was, got to him. See, yeah. he's been passing for a long time. Yeah. And that's what it is, is that when he was in school and they were learning about slavery, Mm-hmm. And then he's light skinned and then he said, Oh yeah, but I'm not just whatever and he's been doing that forever mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. So he disassociates himself with anything darker skin tone. Seriously, because he was like, I only date white girls or light skinned light skinned black girls. Yeah, like and he would not he would date Hispanic girls, but he would not date anyone. This that colorism was dark in, at all. within our culture is literally the cancer in our fucking culture. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's horrible. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't really see it. Like, I just don't, I see it, obviously. But, you don't I guess because I have dated. Ask, ask Brandy. Mm. Brandy was with a white man. Yeah, she is. Why do you think that is? Because white men want the, if he's going to be with a black girl, he want to be with the blackest black girl there is. See, white But Tony's not. My sister Tony, she's with a white guy too, but she's She's light skin. Mm-hmm. Oh. Most cases that I've seen with mm-hmm. white men, they want a uh, darker skinned black woman. Damn near African. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If that was, you know, if Wakanda was a place, they'd be signing up. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And and light skinned black dudes, um, not you know, like not like uh-huh. the one that you're talking about, but a lot of them just like light skinned black. Like I got a light skinned auntie that had to fight because her hair is so fine, uh-huh. and she had to prove her blackness all the time. So she only messed with black niggas, you know. She, she like, and I think with me, I get a lot. I get what are you mixed with? I get, and now that like, my hair is natural, but my hair is curly, so then people think even more so that I get Puerto Rican more than anything. I get like, oh, you must be Puerto Rican. But you know, Puerto Ricans are black. I know. 
and I, I do and I watched this one girl I love this one she's Dominican but I love her name is Julissa the one that's on Instagram love her to death but <laughs> but it just I feel like like I kind of get offended because I get like why like black comes in so many colors and shades and and my eyes are like hazel and they turn colors if I drink and da 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 or if I'm irritated but it's like I feel like why can't I just be black like why why do I have to be mixed with something like what is it the first thing is it black people that say that to you or is it white people everybody everybody yeah a lot of black men say that like the last two men I've dated um or like two men two men ago (laughs) because you know um (laughs) they have asked me okay they're like okay so what are you mixed with and I'm like black and black and it's almost like sometimes they'll it's like I'm like they get offended they get like oh I wish she was mixed with like I've, I've gotten there where I feel like oh you you must have wished I was white and because black they or, associate mixed girls with prizes yeah you know what I mean they they want you to be proud oh yeah I messed with this girl that's mixed with anybody. like yeah. you know what I mean like so even weird. 50 Cent said that did you see that with 50 no. Cent was talking about he's like yeah uh, he said something about black bitches Hood black bitches getting mad at him because he wanted to mess with the exotics. And they be all mad and then they feel it's because he wanted to mess with the exotics. And it's like, what's more exotic than a black woman? We come in all shades. Exactly. All hair textures. All different eye colors. And we're all over the world. You can find us in Brazil. You can find us in Everywhere. Latin America. You can find us in the islands. You can find us in Africa. Like, what is you talking okay. about? You know? So color it. So that's interesting. And we're a minority, nigga. That's exotic. <laughs> What the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> but that's that ignorant shit. You just talking about you want to mess with a girl that only... See, his first baby mama is a dark-skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. So she's the woman that held you down. But you feel valued by the woman who only gives a fuck about what's in your pocket. Mm. And that's a shame. But that's society. Yeah. And there's nothing that... I mean, we have... It's not that... Do you think... Have you heard that? Have you heard, like, that? that the, the lighter... We were talking about this at work the other day. But, like, the lighter... Like the more successful somebody is, the lighter their lighter their their girl gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've That's had. Just sucks I've had. But like my thing is like this: like who you like. Yeah. I'm gonna dog in that fight. I don't care yeah. if you like X, then be with X. But you don't have to downgrade, and you don't have to disrespect the black woman because you like something else. Then just be with that, but don't make it like black bitches is but you know what I mean like you don't have to have to do that um right but then you have somebody like Barack Obama mm-hmm. who is secure in his manhood but he kind of goes along with what I was talking about like with my auntie who had to prove her blackness he yeah. has to prove has to prove his he's mixed you know what yeah. I'm saying and like so that's why I get a lot of light-skinned men who want to prove they black with me you know what I mean mm. it's, just a, it's a society thing you know but you know my love of my life first love of my life was black dark chocolate mm-hmm. cheated 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 um and then the second one was my color my complexion that was my road dog my best friend but it just you know I think society is a cancer to black relationships it's just like we can't get oh it's with too many battles it's like we gotta fight battles at work outside and we gotta fight battles fight at home. battles when we get home and then it's like when do we get to like put it down mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but you have these men that go and date these white girls and then they're unsatisfied 
because she can't talk to you about the shit that I can talk to you about. Or she doesn't even understand. She can't relate to you the way I relate to you. So you still talk. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You face these white girls and you feeling empty. Hmm. You know? So what do you think the solution is? I think we, it's, it's, you got to love yourself. Mm. And and that's where I'm trying to. That's one that I did like like so I know men that don't date like they're black men but they don't date black girls they're like black girls are ghetto black girls are this black girls are that, but I think like you said it all goes back to number one how can you not like black women when that's what you came from and that's like how do you not like yourself and that's what you're so weird, but that's what you're gonna make with that white girl yeah when you have a daughter. Yeah. You're still going to make a black, a black girl. girl. Yeah. So you're going to tell her you don't date. She's going to feel yeah. like half of I've her is nasty. I've seen it. Nasty. It's the craziest thing ever. Like I've seen it. And it's just But like, it's self-hate. And, yeah. and what I realize about happiness, overall happiness in life, you got to start with yourself. It's such a cliche. We've heard mm-hmm. it before. But it's so real. When yeah. you love yourself, everybody can feel it. Everybody can yeah. see it. You look amazing. Your personality is magnetic. Mm-hmm. Things are you're, you're attracting positivity and opportunity and abundance mm-hmm. into your life when you're loving yourself. You know, when yeah. you don't love yourself, you you are attracting negativity. You're attracting the wrong thing mm-hmm. because you you got you got yourself fucked up. I have I have I will say I have attracted different men now that I've gotten more comfortable with myself. And that has nothing to do with my weight. I've lost weight. It has nothing to do with that. It's more just being okay with who Rashawn is mm-hmm. and who Ray is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just being okay with me. Mm-hmm. I've attracted different men. Yeah. Like one guy, like I swear I'm moody. This one guy I talked to, he's like, you're not moody. And I'm like, I think I am. He's like, no, you're not. But I think he just looks at it through different eyes. His thing is like, you're a woman. You're going to have mood swing. Like you're going to, you're not going to be the same way all the time. Right. And that's normal to him. And he's completely okay with that. Mm-hmm. Whereas like some men are like, oh my God, you're moody. You're crazy. You're, you know. But I've had like great, I've had great, great, great um, men and great male relationships that I still have to this day. So I'm covered. Like one of my uh, my friends, he's an amazing man, and he always says like, "You're covered." Like he, that he feels like that's his responsibility to my life. Oh yeah, you told me about him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's amazing. They're so cool. Okay, so towards we've I don't work. We have talked like so long. This is awesome. Um, but I have a question. So, okay. All of my, it's not really a question, but all of my um, interviewees, I give you, before I end my podcast, in our episode, I always give you an opportunity to ask me one question that you want to know, any question, and I have to answer it, honestly. Do you have any questions you would like to ask me? Ray, I've asked you all the questions I've ever wanted to ask <laughs> you. Because you don't hear <laughs> <laughs> I really have. I've asked you all of those questions. Awesome. Yeah. Yay! I escaped the hot seat. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm happy. Thank you. Thank you. Like, I've had some people ask me questions. I'm like, eh. <laughs> my papa's a listener. <laughs> Did your papa listen to this? Yes. Okay. It's so funny. So I call. I called her. I was like, "Hey, mom, what are you doing?" She's like, "Well, I'm at, we're at work." She's at work, and they they have my podcast playing at work. I said, "Mom, wait a minute. Who? Which one are you listening to?" And she was like, Darius. And I said, y'all need to put headphones on. <laughs> I love Darius. Darius is freaking hilarious. Darius is going to be on the uh, I Have an After Dark podcast series. He's going to be on that. And uh, What's that about? It's sexual. Yeah. I want to be on that one. It's, it's uh, I have like a lot. Literally, I have like a lot of people that are calling me wanting to be on it. But it's, it's which is very interesting. It's pretty cool. Because everybody knows, if you know me, 
you know, like I am a open book. Like I, sex is not a, a uh, you're not shy about it. I'm not shy about it. you. Whatever you want to know, whatever you want to ask. Um, I've taught classes to people to do certain things. So it's a open book when it comes to that. So, um, you, yeah, you got two other chairs over here. You need to invite multiple people. That'd be fun. I am. And so, and I have, and I have the equipment to do it, but with COVID, I don't mm. want to invite a whole lot of people. And so the most that I'll probably invite is like one extra person to have y'all sit like opposite of each other. Oh, that's But, so um, I think that'd be like so much fun though. Yeah. Because when you have so many people, it's, it's just it's fun, and I have a bar. <laughs> y'all have to. Next y'all have year. to I mean, you can't. <laughs> I have to like make the Ray Day the official Ray Day podcast drink. I have. We're actually shooting a video with the mixologist next week. Oh, That's gonna nice. make it, and we're gonna post it on the site. So, well, this is gonna People do very well. That. Are you? Well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be great. All right. So, thank y'all. First of all, thank you so much for. Uh, Miss Ashley for coming in, sitting in the hot seat with me. What's up with um, you? And having an honest conversation about things that everybody wants to know about, but nobody wants to ask, right. of course. Um, thank you to my listeners for listening in. I just, they just get better and better, I swear. Keep the messages coming. I love my emails that y'all send me. I will have another episode like I did last time where I'm just answering your questions, no matter what they are. Uh um, literally, somebody asked me, like, uh, one, one of the guys I interviewed, they asked me was I in a relationship with him before because they just felt like we had a chemistry. It was hilarious. I was like, um, well, uh, we, we had a situation. <laughs> it was an entanglement. It was entanglement. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know who was entangled. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if he was more entangled. It was me or him. <laughs> By the way, hey, thank you so much. Make sure you visit my website, rayday.com, R-A-E-D-A-Y.com. Um, obviously, you can listen to the show. I'm on Spotify as well. I will be on Apple Podcasts soon. Um, Google has a podcast site that they're uh, requesting me to be on as well. Um, please visit me on Instagram and Facebook at Ray Day Podcast. Email me, uh, info at rayday.com. Be sure to turn tune in to the next episode It's still the ladies' turn. We have one more. Oh, my goodness. And then we will have our couples talking about relationships. Um, Until then, y'all know my saying, have yourself a ray day.